1: Um, back to golf and I think the storyline going into this one is we finally see Rory McIlroy rear his head Mm -hmm. after the disastrous um, finish I guess we would call it at the Masters and I think this is somebody who has had a lot of pressure on him and he has had the weight of the PGA Tour on his back as well because he's kind of made himself the mouthpiece do you think this is a good spot for Rory to get back on track in a tournament that is an elevated event, but not quite the spotlights that he had shining on him at Augusta.
0: Yes, and I hope he does because I love Roy McElroy and he's definitely in his own head. When it comes to golf talent, he's probably the best golfer on the planet right now. And the only thing he has won against or in in his entire career is the Masters. So it was a huge disappointment for him not to make the cut at Augusta. And he admitted that. I don't know if you saw the story a couple days ago where it was a big deal when he missed the the RBC Heritage and he lost, is going to lose about $3 million because he missed that event. And just imagine saying, you know what? I'm going to forego $3 million because I've got to get right. And he finally talked about it because everyone sort of assumed, look, he's kind of messed up because he didn't play well at Augusta. And he said, this is his quote, It sucked. It sucked. And he said it was more important for him to go home and get right than to jump on the course at RBC and keep playing. So clearly that tells you that he was crushed by this, and the talent is there to certainly win at Augusta next year, but this was such a good chance for him. He was playing well going in, and a lot of people thought this would be the time it didn't happen. So now that he's right, now that he's rested – I think this is a good chance. I don't know if I want to bet him as the favorite at plus 750, but I'm rooting for him because he has become the face of the PGA tour in lieu of tiger.
1: Right. And I think that if there's ever a good shot for him to get back on track, it's at this course where he's had a ton of success. If you look at the course records, It's Rory McIlroy has the course record and also has the 18 hole record for the first uh, couple of rounds. And he's also won this tournament, won it back in 2021 at uh, 10 under par and won it by one stroke. But really, it's been the Max Homa and Rory McIlroy show uh, over the past few years uh, because Max Homa has won this event twice since the year 2019. So that explains why he is uh, a little bit higher up on the leaderboard, but I'm not seeing him here. Do we think this is a play? Like sometimes I see plays in golf and I'm like, that's too obvious, right? Um, So you don't see Max Homa. He's plus 2,500. Do you think this is a good price for somebody who has won this event twice? And then the added fact is that the last time he won this, it was kind of bad conditions. So I think, again, we're supposed to see rain on Saturday. And I know sometimes predicting weather like this early in advance, like maybe it's not as Mm -hmm. big of a factor, but still there is rain in the forecast for Saturday. So maybe it's bad conditions again. Do you think this is too square of me to say, well, Max Homa won it twice. Why wouldn't we take a stab on him this time?
0: No, I don't think so at all. I think whenever you handicap golf, and that's certainly not my forte or not my area of expertise, but ultimately... If you have a guy, sometimes when you have golfers, they just the course suits their game or they feel comfortable mm-hmm. or they played a course more than other golfers have. And sometimes you have a guy like Max Oma who's just performed well. When you handicap the masters or the open championship or the player, whatever the event is, there are players that have value and there are players that are more favored than others because historically they just play well at this event based on myriad factors. So if you're talking about a guy like Max Salma, who's clearly comfortable here, who knows how to win at this course, and you're getting that kind of number, what, 25 to 1 you said? Yeah, I'd take a flyer on that.
1: Right, or even like a top 20. I think obviously it depends on the number. But if we're talking about like top finishes, Rory McIlroy has been very, very consistent at at this one. Uh, I think he has finished top 10. Uh, Or he's finished outside the top 10 just twice in 11 starts, uh, including fifth place last year. So you look at somebody who if you want somebody who's like very consistent and I'm not going to say a safe play. It seems like Rory is probably the play for this weekend, but that's why he is the favorite. Are there any other storylines that you think we should be watching for? Or, you know, I guess we should go into like how the course plays. Like if you're looking for horses for courses, this is a very long course. Like I said, there might be some weather elements uh, in play on Saturday. But what am I missing here? What are you watching for?
0: I, I like victor hovland that's my one pick when i did yep. some handicapping and what i do is like any like anything i bet on i look at the experts i am not a golf betting expert but i'm smart enough to know i'm not the smartest guy in the room so i look at people who handicap golf and i see a lot of people who are on victor hovland at 18 to 1 and here's why he was third in this event in 2021 so when you're talking about his, about guys who have a certain history at a certain course. This is a guy who has performed well in Charlotte at Quell Hollow. You look at how he performed at the Masters. He was seventh. And at big events during the year, and this is certainly one of the bigger ones because most people know Quell Hollow. They know the Wells Fargo Championship. He was third at the Players as well. So when you have guys like John Rahm not playing, when you have guys like Scotty Scheffler not playing, and you're getting a price of 18 to 1 for a guy that has been right there near the top for the majority of the year, I think that's good value. I'm going to go with him. And also, the the only real sabotage factor for him is just his putter. Tee to green, he has been fantastic, and this course really suits him. It's just that at certain times during the year, his putter has gone cold. If it stays warm, just, just lukewarm. keep that putter lukewarm, and then I think he has a shot to win it. So that would be my pick as an outright winner.
1: Yeah, that's always been the problem with Victor Hovland. the The mm-hmm. iron game is good; he's good off the tee, but sometimes his putting can be very, very volatile. But I think maybe you take him in the first round over Cam Young minus one twenty in the first round. This is somebody who is very good at coming out hot. Uh, at the RBC, shot a sixty four in the opening round. At the Masters, shot an opening round sixty five. And back at the players, when he finished tied for third, shot an opening round 69 on a pretty difficult course. So I think if you're looking for a play, maybe in the first round, maybe even a first-round leader, Uh, this is somebody who is usually very good out of the gates. Uh, I'm trying to look for uh, Akshay Batia. I was watching the tournament in Mexico because Jenks, you know that my husband loves golf. So I was forced Mm -hmm. to watch this and I will say I like Tony Finau and I like seeing him succeed. He's coming off a win. Normally we've called him top 10, Tony Nally. He has gotten some wins on the PGA tour. He Mm -hmm. has played some great golf, Uh, but I don't know. Are there any long shots that you see? I see Akshay Batia is 150 to one. He is an exemption here. He is somebody who is young. I think he lived in Wake Forest, so there's like a little bit of home cooking here. He's 21 years old, I believe. Do you think there's well, an angle there when somebody is from the area where the, the golf course is you know, located at? Because like Wake Forest is not the same thing as Charlotte, but still, it's yeah. pretty close.
0: I got to say, I think I speak for a lot of people. I have no idea who that guy is, so good on you for knowing who that guy is because I have not heard of Akshay Batia, which is probably why he's 150 to 1. So. I think it's great that you're able to go into the weeds and find a guy like that and find great value. But to your point, regardless of whether I'm familiar with this golfer or not, yes. When you are familiar with a certain area or a certain course it's, and some of it too is, you know, Golf is such a mental game, as we know. That's, that's what's going on with Roy McIlroy right now. In, mm-hmm. A lot of it is comfort. Like, Where do you feel comfortable? And some players feel comfortable in a certain area, on their home course, if they're closer to home, and there's not a lot of travel. Those are things that are hard to handicap for. But if you're talking about a guy with odds like that, and he's nearby and has played this course before, yeah, why not?
1: Right, and I don't think I would play him to win outright. Right. What I'm like struggling to find is like any play on him that's like top 30, top 40, because I don't think you play long shot odds like that because it's very hard to win a tournament. But I know who he is because he finished fourth in this tournament that we just watched in Mexico. And I think when you catch fire with like young guys like that, there's somebody else that's kind of like that. I'm trying to think what his name is. Um, But I think that is how you find value. And I'm not seeing the top 40 and top 30 bets here on just yet. Uh, Maybe they will post them later in the day. But I'm not a huge outright gal. Like, I am very conservative when it comes to golf. I would much rather play top 30s, top 40s, as opposed to winners. Because here's the thing. You can have a great angle on a guy, and he can finish second. And guess how much money you win? Zero. You lose money. So I think that's why betting on golf can be extremely difficult. But yes, uh, this tournament is in Charlotte. I feel like my husband is going to want to go. Because my husband's going to Charlotte this weekend. Uh, Because I am going on a girls' trip um but he knows the groundskeeper at quail hollow so i bet he's gonna find a way to sneak to this tournament if i was a betting woman i bet he's gonna be there i'm just waiting for like his instagram story to pop up and i'm like "Eh, i told you i knew you were going to this tournament without me is that fair like do you ever like feel bad when Catherine's doing something fun and you're not there is that petty of me
0: um i don't know Oh, that's a good question. I mean, we're both very independent people, but that here's what we always do, though. This is this is what always happens with me and Catherine is that we spend time apart and then eventually like we just come back together. Like so I had a and plus all my guy friends like love Catherine. So Mm -hmm. we like I had a boys a boys night a few like a few weeks ago and we're all sitting out at the bar and we're having a great time. We spent a few hours together. It was great. And then I was like, you know, I kind of miss Catherine. So, and this doesn't happen all the time, but I was like, I think I'm going to call Catherine. Cause she, she's definitely can be one of the guys. And, uh, my buddy looks at me and goes, call Catherine. I was like, you know what? I will. So I was like, Hey, we're hanging out. We've had a few pops, but come on out. And so she celebrated like the last hour, hour and a half with us and had a great time. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. We had some time apart, but then it was like, all right, let's come together and celebrate. So it was a good balance.
1: Yeah. I think that's it. I think you need to be able to be your own person, but also... I think if you really like somebody, wouldn't you want to have them around and do all the fun things? I think that's part of being in a relationship or actually like liking somebody is you want somebody to share that with. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.